When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With me, Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And me, Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily. And we've already announced that our sweet Remy is leaving us. Sorry, guys. But today we have... (laughs) Yeah, so sorry. In the next episode, we have some messages from the fans that we're going to read. Yes, um, yes. It's been, you know, it's been a crazy couple weeks preparing for your departure. Mm -hmm. But today we have another big announcement. Yeah, and I'm really excited for this one because I was feeling... You know, obviously very sad to have to be leaving this. But again, with this person, you will be in such good hands. And we've kind of already been introducing you to her slowly but surely. And she has a birthday just one day before mine, September 8th. And for that and many, many other reasons, I know that you will be comfortable, taken care of, and you are just going to love your new DST co-host, Lauren Hope Crass. Hi, Lauren. Hi, it's me again. (laughs) Surprise. We've been slow dosing me. Yeah. (laughs) Now you're stuck with me. You're slow slow release Lauren. Slow release Lauren. Yeah, well, this is a little um, behind the curtain information, but when Lauren hops on mic for our segment plus Lauren, she's always sitting in this chair that's far away, right next to Rebecca, our producer. very comfortable over there. Yes, and last week we... Uh, we did say to Lauren, because we had a plus Lauren segment, we said, why don't you come over here, hop on this mic? And you were hesitant. <laughs> and I said, Lauren, this is where you're going to be sitting I know. from now on. Well, I like what Rebecca said. She said, uh, get, get over it. Get used to it. <laughs> she was like, get over it and go over there. And I was like, grow up. Thanks, Dad. Okay. <laughs> Put your big girl pants on. <laughs> no, but this is this is interesting because it's been a thing with us when we started. Like, I was very like... Ugh, I don't know if I want to be on camera. Yeah, no, every this is terrifying. Week. Um, Emily and I talked about the fact that when we were picking our cover photos, like we felt weird, even mm-hmm. like being like, oh, I don't like that angle of my face. And because my this, head looked like a cube. Is it Emily? Stop. <laughs> my head, it did. Stop. Remy, it did. No, it, it was a cute cube then. But we, oh, we felt weird saying things like that, right. knowing that we're doing the work that we're doing on this podcast. And Lauren, when you first signed on as content manager, which 
to give myself a little pat on the back. Yes, because of a Instagram story Remy posted. Thank yep. you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she applied and I was like, please hire this woman. Like Lauren is somebody who helps me in my daily life when I'm feeling weird about body stuff. Thanks, and it was Remy. it was such a you're welcome. But thank you, because it was such a interesting thing when you first started coming on and making your content, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, I kind of feel weird putting myself out there like this. Yeah. And you are so far progressed. And we talk about this a lot where it's like you think you're fully healed and then something happens and you go back in and it's a roller coaster. But sometimes you're like so far ahead on one part of the roller coaster that you're just like, well, this is never going to go down again. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I've been on this part of the roller coaster for like seven years Mm -hmm. or something. I'm secure. I'm good. And then when that part goes down, it's, it's, it shakes you to your core. Yeah. Yeah. My second day I had, (laughs) this is way behind the curtain. My second day at Betches, I had to walk out of the office and catch my breath and call my spiral buddy friend Mm. because I got, um, a video request to post, uh, like a podcast video I had done and the ang- this, I love Pete, uh, but I was recording a podcast with my friend Pete and he's got the camera on the floor. The angle's not good. The angle, no. but, then, but then I'm having this crisis where it's like, I have friends who who look like this with a quote unquote better angle, you yeah. know, and there's nothing wrong with them. There's and you nothing messaged wrong. me about that too. And I was, I was like, panicking. do you like the content of the clip? Right. Is it funny? Then that should be the deciding factor. Or are you saying something worth anything or Mm -hmm. sometimes you just don't have to share it well as a survival tool in the moment what my uh spiral buddy friend said to me kate hi kate um stop saying you have other friends (laughs) yeah it's offensive (laughs) she's in north carolina also how many calls does your spiral buddy friend we spiral on each other it's a little okay deal we have Mm -hmm. it's a symbiotic spiral (laughs) relationship but you are also spiral buddy remy yeah and emily we're spiral buddies now so Mm -hmm. it's it's we're all imagining your spiral buddy with kate though as like a double helix yeah like it's just oh fully spiraling together in a beautiful dance but she so she's also plus size and so she was able to give me the perspective that i needed in that moment where i I was like, hey, I don't like how I look in this, but I but I like how I look <laughs> like what's going on. Yeah. And she was like, I've totally been there. She goes, you don't have to post anything you're not comfortable with. Like you don't have to yes. put yourself in this. Oh, I should be this and I should do this. If something makes you feel bad in that moment and you've got your second day at Betches to get through, don't post it on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take some time with it, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what I needed to hear. That and collaboration I, request will still be there. Exactly. For weeks. Yeah, and that doesn't make you a hypocrite. I, I've thought about this a lot because, and it's true, you are a beacon of positivity. And I oh, look gee, at guys. you and I see like such a confident person. But it's the same as like we say, you can be healed and still have bad body image days. Mm-hmm. Like you can be healed and still be uncomfortable looking at yourself on a on a filmed segment of something. Right. That doesn't mean that you're sick or that, you know, you're a hypocrite or that your confidence is not. It just shows how snobby I am, honestly, that I was <laughs> like, I can't believe I'm dealing with this. And it's like uh, the world's most human. Yeah. Right. <laughs> thing yeah, in the it's world. So, it's so well, relatable. It's, but it's also so unrelatable that it's like, I have to post a clip, you know, like most yeah. people in their daily lives, they're not thinking about that, but it's like, yeah, but they might see a they picture might be or... at a wedding or something mm-hmm. and it's a group shot and it's great of everyone. And they're like, "Ugh, but I don't like how I look. And it's like, yeah. well then either get over that or don't post it. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I, I feel like a, um, a lot of spirally moments I've had have been the result of photo booths. 
You know when you go to an event oh. and there's a photo booth and then like you it's feel like it's supposed to be fun and you're it's like supposed oh, to be no. fun but yeah the so first picture the is like cheese the second one's like <laughs> exactly I get so annoyed because sometimes you'll look amazing in like the little it shows you like a screen of what mm-hmm. you're gonna look like and then the flash goes off and you're like <gasps> I've been tricked yeah like who is this person it's ghastly it's ghastly. Yeah, but I mean, you've been killing it as yes. our content manager. Several videos have gone viral that you've made Thank you. for the DST account. And most notably, this one's my favorite, Plus Size Shopping in Real Life Parts 1 and 2. Um, it's you and Tess, and it's got over 19 million views across Betches YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. One, can you tell us about where the idea for those videos came about and two, how have the responses been? Great question, Remy. Thank you so much. Oh my God. It's <laughs> almost like you wrote it. <laughs> Be cool. <laughs> um, so when I was hired for this job, a part of it was to create original video content, which is something that I realized I hadn't really done before. You know, like I've been doing stand up for over 11 years, but I haven't really done any video content. Um, so basically I got together with Tess and I was like, let me just cheat and use stand up for these videos. Nice. Not also not cheating. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it's not still original it can writing. It feel like cheating though. Yeah. It when felt you like repurpose this joke that you've been doing for a while. Mm. Yeah. And so I have this material where I'm like, so the bit is about shopping with a skinny friend, mm-hmm. quote unquote, you know, relatable. And, um, but I didn't want the video to be like ostracize a certain group or whatever. So like the title changed from like POV, you're shopping with your skinny friend to like shopping plus size shopping at all in real life, you know? Um, And so I wrote this script that was like way too script heavy. It was like a sitcom or something. And Tess was like, (laughs) it was a pilot. Tess was like, no, (laughs) there was a live studio audience. She was like, we don't have this curtain up (laughs) and scene. No. Uh, but Tess taught me how to, she was like, this is how it has to work for a video. Mm. You have to gamify it and do, uh, you have to mirror each concept. Like I have a joke about how the plus size section is just the jewelry section yeah. or the purse section in my standup. And rather than talk out that as sort of a stand-up-y moment in the video, Tess was like, oh, why don't I say, let's match with tops, you know? And then it pans to me and I'm like, or we can match with purses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And then and she's she- like, oh, do you guys have this, but in a smaller size? And then you hold up earrings and you're like, do you have these in a smaller size? That's my favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> my favorite line is, I love this belt too, as a headband. Okay. The the people love the headband. The part. headband. <laughs> it also looked great as a headband. So a visual for, for anybody who hasn't seen the video. So Tess is wearing the belt as a belt. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I love this belt. And then it pans to me and the belt is in my hair as a headband. And I go, or as a headband. And... There are so many comments where it's like, you should get that and wear it as a headband. It legit yeah. looks great. No, it's chic. Also, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but people have been wearing like watches as necklaces. No, I did where not I'm notice like, that. Whose neck is this tiny? But it is so chic. But you but can't maybe read the they're time. Just, yeah, maybe what, they're what happens just, when you need to read the time? It's for your friends. Look in the mirror. Mm. It's for somebody else. Um, it's the people pleasers but who I, are wearing. I do, I do think that they are necklaces made with just watch faces. I don't think anybody's got the neck of a bird. Right, oh, right, right. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not taking their watch from like. And just being. Yeah, no, 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 no. 
Yeah. <laughs> Although you could make that work with like an extender or a ribbon or something. I'm going to do a little mm-hmm. DIY when I get home. That's Perhaps. Fun. But so here's a question and I've kind of already asked it. But when a video goes viral like that, you would assume that it's all people saying great stuff. But sometimes there are a lot of shares from people who don't like things. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the general makeup of those things is? Like was was any of it bad for you? So I find this really interesting. So the plus size video obviously did attract some trolls, the mm-hmm. the shopping ones, um, but they were very uncreative trolls. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of eat less, lose weight, classic, yeah. stop complaining and lose weight, eat less, you know? Yeah. And so all day I'm hiding these comments, but it actually didn't make me feel bad because I'm like, well, these people are not the people I want to connect with yeah. mm-hmm. in the first place. Also, something's there's something and I hope I don't attract like mean comments for this, but like there's something that's disconnected about a comment on the Internet than it is in person, because I think a week later I actually got got shouted at on the street to like move my ass and go to the gym. Oh, my God. Yeah, And I cried because it was energy and it was real and it was in the moment. You can see that person's yeah. face. And they also like honked a horn at me and it oh, like scared what? me. It was from a car? Yeah, I was getting out of an Uber very quickly, too. And just like. Hawk, move I your ass, go the to the same gym. guy that called me the moron. Same, yeah, he's just running around harassing podcast hosts. Yeah. Yeah, did he have his three, <laughs> three dogs there? Yes. Regina, <laughs> Gretchen, and Karen. In the front of the car. Yeah. Oh, him my God. The, him and the dogs. But yeah, because it was, and I was really proud of myself. I was like, is this a growth moment? I was just like, hide, hide, hide. Because, spoiler, or not spoiler, that's the wrong word. But like, I run the account. Yeah. So any, any mean comments that don't have other likes or a conversation started, guess who's going to hide them? This girl. Mm -hmm. This girl. Um, Bye, bitch. It's also like, (laughs) it's kind of, it's kind of like, look at these uninspired comments, like on a piece of creative ones. (laughs) Right. Right. But like it, it's, there's something about the uncreative ones that it's like, this is a video that took a lot of planning, execution, writing, you know, it's a thought, thought it's, it's a creative project I, some would say a creative masterpiece and then there are people well, she, commenting something as uninspired as eat less it's embarrassing for sometimes them sometimes though i do think it's interesting you obviously take down all the ones that you want but i do think it's interesting when somebody says something negative mm-hmm. and then everybody else rushes in oh i leave those up to defend because yeah. then i like to see the defense. Mm-hmm, I like to true. see that conversation or maybe somebody even could have like a learning lesson or something like that. Or maybe somebody's watching the video and they're not disturbed enough to comment something mean, but they're thinking something mean. Right. And then they see the mean comment and they see all of the rebuttals and they're like, oh, wait, I should shut the fuck up. Because some comments also ask genuine questions and they'll yeah. say like, this is a genuine question. What should, where should I shop with my plus size friend? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, great question. Try department stores, go to Old Navy, you know, like, Mm -hmm. or take turns and be each other's cheerleaders, you know? Yeah. So honest questions and dialogues are always good. Oh, wait, can I talk about a funny mean comment though? Yes. I don't know if this is a mean comment, but it made me laugh. This was on the TikTok for some reason, Um, the TikTok version of this plus size shopping video. But there were all of these and it was men. I, I don't I don't know why that makes it funnier, but it was all these men being like, 
what do you want them to just be naked until they lose weight? Like still assuming yes. we're going to lose weight, but everybody being like, what do you want them to do? Yeah. For people being like, go like lose weight. And it's like, right. well, they got to wear clothes until right. then. <laughs> your heart's in the right place, but your head needs to catch up just a little. Right. But then it's also like, wait, that's hilarious. Kind though. of a, a funny visual of yeah. like you shopping with your friend and you're just nude. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> They're like, practically speaking. I mean, they still need things to wear to the gym. Yeah. So. That's hilarious. Hilarious. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. There was another video that you posted that you weren't in mm -hmm. that I loved so much. And it was like, you know, the setup where it's like, we're sisters. Yeah. We're going to fight over clothes. We're sisters or whatever. Mm -hmm. This one was, we're fat. Of course, we have pretty faces. We're fat. Of course, we've tried every diet. Mm -hmm. And the comments in that one, there were so many that they they were mean, but they made me laugh a little bit because some of them were like, why don't you just diet? After these women have just said, we've tried every <laughs> diet. Why don't you just work out? After these women have said, we've, we do work out. Right. Like we do work out. And then there was one that was like, I've always wondered how people in larger bodies chase around their children. And I was like, you always wonder that? 
Right. So like, you wake up and you're like, how are these fat how are mothers doing <laughs> picking up their children? I'm just sitting around at night knitting a sweater and just thinking, how are these fatties chasing after their kids? Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest response was like concern trolls. Uh-huh. I don't know if we've talked about concern trolls on the podcast. You know what? Just before. in case, explain what that is. Just in case. Sure. So concern trolls think they're great people. Uh-huh. Okay. They're just concerned for your health. Because a lot of the, I think somewhere in the outline there where it's like, well, you should really think about your health. Like, yeah. you're funny, you're pretty. Like, they're trying to, it's like very gaslighty. This is what I yes. mean when I say, like the plus size one, they were just like, you're ugly, lose weight. But on this one, people are losing their minds. They're like, but you should, st- this is still unhealthy, you know? Yeah, I have mm-hmm. some of them here. There's stop glorifying being unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Fat equals unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for that equation. There's one that says you are beautiful, but you need to acknowledge that you have unhealthy habits. Right, which is assuming that somebody's health from their body size, which is drum roll, anti-fat bias. Like, of course. And and I always think about those commenters. I'm like, do they do the same thing when somebody is smoking a cigarette? Are they commenting on all things they deem unhealthy or is it just what they think is visually unappealing? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I think some concern trolls would. Mm. Like, because I've made that comparison too before and I've definitely seen people like say things about somebody who's smoking like oh you're killing yourself like I definitely have seen that but then at the same time it is also glorified in a way I saw a video of um Lily Rose Depp the other day and she's doing this interview and she's chain smoking cigarettes and simultaneously she's chain smoking cigarettes and they're also asking her what she had for lunch and she's like oh I went to Air One and I got this super healthy broccoli dish mm-hmm. and it's so funny the juxtaposition of yeah. like they're talking about healthy eating while she's chain smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes the cognitive dissonance is definitely I mean there. I always feel crazy when we're interviewing people about health and wellness and I'm like sucking on your vape <laughs> uh, yeah well well these are all personal choices which by the way being fat isn't necessarily in most cases not a personal choice body diversity is real like the science is mm-hmm. there but back to like what a concern troll is yeah. for for any audience who, who would like a better clarification. So a concern troll is someone who says, I'm just concerned about your health. Um, this happens a lot to fat people. And like you said, people aren't necessarily saying this to a thinner person who mm-hmm. is eating a cheeseburger, which is seen as an unhealthy behavior, which again, that is in quotes here, yeah. you know? Um, so the idea is you're not concerned. You're just trolling. And you if don't you care about look at somebody's a health, do you care about their mental health? Because that comment is not helping. Yeah. Also, if you care, like, great, let's talk about it. Like, let's hang out. What do you want? Like, you don't actually want to help them. Right. Yeah. You're, it's just like, it's something that makes people feel good about their own internalized anti-fat bias. Yeah. Mic drop. That's what it is. That's what it is. And it can make you feel superior to this nameless person mm-hmm. on the internet that you don't even have a connection to. Right. It's like a time in your day that you can feel superior to another human being. It's really disgusting. So looking at those two videos, looking at the plus size IRL and then looking at the we're fat video that was a repost. Yeah. It seemed like there were more trolls on the we're fat. We do this video. Why do you think that is? Mm. I feel like the first video is something all fat people can agree on. We want to wear clothes. You know, we don't want to be naked. And that includes the whole group of us, which is great. Like all, all fat one, I am not a monolith for all fat people, you know, like a lot of people are trying to lose weight, you know, and we can all relate to like, oh my God, there's not enough clothing options. Right. Yes. 
And so that was kind of like a fun, happy-go-lucky, we can all agree on this thing. And then in the we're fat one, they end by saying like, and we rebelliously love ourselves or something like that. And that's what people don't like Mm. is a fat person. This is what is quote unquote glorifying obesity is existing as fat and not wanting to change that about yourself. Yeah. That breaks people's brains. It makes them mad. I ran into this on cruise ships, which we can talk about later. Like it really broke people's brains that I was just like, I'm fat and I'm hot. And like, here's a sex story or something. Mm -hmm. Haven't had sex in quite a while, but (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And it's just, because it it kind of reshifts someone's entire paradigm. It's like, oh, well, I've spent my whole life trying to not be fat and I'm still unhappy. And here are these two beautiful fat women, like cute outfits, makeup and saying they rebelliously love themselves. That is either going to inspire you or make you spiral, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's why the comments went a little cuckoo bananas. Yeah. I I think also the general tone was very different. Like they were proud in the, yeah, these two women were very proud and people don't like to see that in the other one. It's not being construed as self-deprecating. Yeah. And, and it's not that you were like being self deprecating necessarily but it was just like this is my experience in a straight size store mm-hmm. period like you can't really argue with that that that's that is what the experience is like right for fat people but then in the other one it's like we can't stand and when I say we I just mean like the general population can't stand to see Emily's coming out as fat phobic yeah, right I'm, <laughs> guys I'm like you're in great hands <laughs> Um, we can't see as a society fat people saying anything else other than I am actively trying to lose mm-hmm. weight yeah. or like in a Weight Watchers meeting yeah. or something, which is why it's so ridiculous when you see comments on fat creators that are like, you're glorifying obesity. What are they glorifying about it? They're just yeah. existing. They're just saying I'm existing and I happen to be happy. But I think yeah. there was something that maybe it was you who said it to me or maybe somebody else where it was like the worst comments will come from people who were formerly fat. Mm, and yeah. they get so upset at these people who were able to achieve happiness without losing weight. Well, I think speaking as somebody who has lost a lot of weight and I've talked to people about like losing weight, there are a lot of people that I've spoken to that they have the general attitude of I did it. Why can't this person do it? And there are obviously a lot of factors that play into that. And some of them are physical, biological, some of them are mental, but it's just crazy to me that somebody would think that their experience applies to Mm. every single person. Can I say something cute though? About people who used to be fat. So sometimes after stand-up shows, people will come up to me and they will be so excited and they'll go, hi, I used to be fat or <laughs> I, I grew up plus sized or yeah. my daughter is fat. And I'm like, you're in the club, I guess. Like, yeah. Thanks for sharing. That is super cute. Yeah. They're like trying to relate to you. Yeah. But then how do you, how do you respond to somebody like that? I just go, oh, that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my God. Does your former self feel seen by my work? Yeah. It is kind of weird. Cause it's like, oh, okay. So you like, didn't want to look like me anymore. <laughs> right. I guess. Or maybe something happened. Yeah, right. Or maybe so, like a body shift just happened. No, they're trying to connect with which is what I love and what I'm looking forward to with hosting this is is I love to connect with audience and listeners. So it was it they're cute moments. Yeah. 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 You know? 
Precious. Okay, so on your first episode that you came on here where we were talking to you, you talked about your journey to finding intuitive eating. Can you share the last diet you went on? Yes. Just because we know it's a good story. <laughs> yeah, it's very fucked up. Um, I did a weight yeah, loss. It's a, it's a good, bad story. <laughs> <laughs> I did a weight loss study right after I graduated college in South Carolina. This is so funny because we always hear about these weight loss studies. Like we always, they always publish articles mm-hmm. about these weight loss studies. And I'm like, who does no, this? No, I was in a major one and it was, it involved taking pills and oh. um, it was, I was highly monitored. I worked with a quote unquote, uh, so what did they, what did they call themselves? Like a nutrition therapist. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Cause they wanted to, I think they were trying to be progressive. They were like, let's take care of their emotions. Okay. While they go through this weight loss journey. Were some people on a placebo and some people weren't or what kind of study was right. it? Yeah. So there was, um, some of us were on the real pill. Some of us were on placebo. We couldn't know, obviously. Yeah. Um, we got these little packets that were like, they look like birth control packets where you pop out a pill for each week that you do. Oh, fun. And then every time I would check in with a doctor and like turn in my little pad of empty pills and then I would go and meet with the nutrition therapist. Um, couple funny stories for both of those interactions. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to tell on myself for this pill thing. But, <laughs> but um, this has been like over 10 years ago. I don't think they can S-U-E me yeah. um, or spell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These were two-year-old medical researchers. But uh, so I'm a very honest person. And so I would turn in my pill packets and there would be days missing and they would be like, why didn't you take these pills? And I'm like, because I'm busy. Like, I forgot. <laughs> and they'd be like, well, this is not you like we're, you can't do the study if you don't take the pills every day. Uh-huh. And if you don't do the study, you don't get paid. And mm. so what I would do is I would, um, you know, just pop out the pills and throw them away and then pass over. <laughs> you guys should see our producer's face right now. So it wasn't like, wait. I was 22 also, which by the way, we all now know is 18 years old. If you're listening and you're 22, you're such a big girl. I'm proud of you. <laughs> but um, you're also 18. But, but you're, you're also, also 18. 18. And there's nothing wrong with being 18. And I was broke and I needed money and I was very stressed and I would forget to take the pills sometimes. So yeah. I would just pop them out and turn them in. And I felt terrible about it. But also at the same time, I was sort of starting to get on the anti-diet train where I was like, yeah, this is kind of bullshit. Yeah. And maybe I don't want to contribute to it, but also maybe I want to, I need this, like I needed the money. So right. it was That's more why for you were, the money. Like yeah. it, it wasn't like a Hail Mary, like, oh, let's try this thing just to see if it works. I wasn't trying to scam them. I, I, I needed the money. And then of course- 22-year-old Lauren still has diet culture very fresh in her brain. Sure. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe this can be a quote-unquote magic fix for me. You mm-hmm. know, I'm meeting with a doctor and a nutrition therapist and maybe I'll lose weight and be this person that I always wanted to be, you know, because mm-hmm. I equated skinny Lauren with a Lauren that is lovable. Yeah. Well, speaking of lovable, can you tell us about <laughs> the treadmill thing? Yes. Uh, So the treadmill thing, my nutrition therapist gave me a hot tip uh, for working out. She said, when you're on the, I can't even say it. (laughs) When you're on the treadmill. (laughs) Imagine a lion chasing you. Is this it? That would be so much better. Because I do that sometimes. And and then sometimes I'm like, listen, I I could just be killed. It's fine. Fight or flight. This is not that. That would have been so much better. Yeah. No, she used the fact that I felt unlovable because of my size against me. 
Because you shared that with I her. Because she was a therapist yeah. of some sort, you know? And they get you to share what you don't like about being plus size, you mm-hmm. know? And I'm like, well, I don't like that. I feel like guys don't like me, you yeah. know? And she goes, well, you're, when you're on the treadmill, picture your crush in front of you. And no. as you run towards him, your body shrinks and he will love you more. I just want to <laughs> die. Crickets. I just want to die. Oh my god! It's like Lauren. it's like the um, dangling a carrot in front of like a horse. The carrot, or whatever, but the a, carrot is like the someone may dick. love you someday. Oh my god! Yep. And I did it. I did that for a while too. Like I want to say that I knew it was bullshit, but it got me to work out. And the way I rationalized it um, with my real therapist, who also should have known better, um, who we've talked about in the past. She was like, well, yeah, that's kind of the wrong reason to get into it. Mm -hmm. But if it's a health promoting behavior, maybe, you know, you get into it for the wrong reason and then it turns into the right reason. And so I was literally going to the gym for like over a year, like running at Thomas. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Please love me. But this is so twisted because it's just reinforcing that, you know, you're exercising to change yourself, which is, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, I guess, because these weight loss researchers are, that's their whole thing. And the way that like, you know how when you do something over and over again and you're thinking about a certain thing, the next time you do that thing, you'll also think about that thing. Like, mm-hmm. what if you're over Thomas, but now every time you're on a treadmill, you're like, oh, fucking Thomas. Thomas still pops into my head. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I love like, you. Yeah, he got married this year, you know? Like, yeah. Get over it. I'm still chasing him, though. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
did that stick with you post-study? And did you finish the study? I did finish the okay. study, which is a whole nother conversation about corrupted data in mm. weight loss studies. Right, because oh, she's yeah. just popping them out. <laughs> the people it attracts, desperate people, mm-hmm. people who, you know, want to lose weight by any means necessary, mm-hmm. people who have the time to check in with a doctor and a fucked up nutrition therapist yeah. all the time. Like, Well, and, and also, even if the data isn't corrupted or, you know, even if everybody's taking their pills on time and everything, mm-hmm. the sample size is often not that big that it's right. not even really reliable to mm-hmm. begin with. But but it is interesting that you have that firsthand experience of like, no, I was throwing out pills. I could just imagine the medical <laughs> notes too being like, I stopped going on treadmill, fell out of love with Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending on who you're in love with, this could fuck up the entire study. The carrot keeps changing. Yeah. <laughs> Now the carrot is loving myself. I no, yes. I'm kidding. No, but I'm. Th- I was thinking. I was like, what is another thing that you could be running towards? Maybe uh, Emily's thing of running away from a lion. I mean, very. It, it works some days. I prefer walking. I like I a love nice to walk. walk. You can. I mean, you can walk away from a lion. I don't know how <laughs> successful you would be, but you, you could will, try it. You will, you will get dead. You um, could walk slowly uphill away from a lion. He's trank. Hope, hope that he gets tired. He is. Yeah, he's trank. The lion's just a kitty. That's your friend that's playing with you. That's well. Cute. Then I would turn around on the treadmill. And be like, Murmur, get her here. This metaphor is getting out of <laughs> yeah. hand. Wait, so, so no, but re- rewind. You finished the study. Mm-hmm. Dare I ask what the results were? I was trying to remember for this episode, and I, I don't know if I had the placebo, or if I had the. Um, the real drug. Oh, so they don't even tell you at the end? No, I wanted to know. That's um, wild. Yeah, because it's it has to do with the data or something. I don't know. We never found out. And I think I was plateau the whole time. Okay. So I, I kept saying, I kept saying, well, I must have been the placebo. And it's like, Lauren, you weren't taking your yeah, pills. Yeah, you weren't <laughs> taking the pills <laughs> just, on time. Am I going to go to jail? No. Yes, Lauren, you're going to go to jail for this. You haven't even said the name. I, w- I wish I could remember. But if I did, I wouldn't say it. Good point. <laughs> wow. So do you know if this study ever got published? I, I, I don't. I keep wondering. Well, I guess it did. I, I would love to do some research and maybe find it. And then uh, you guys can DM me about it. I guess I don't want to post it. And yeah. Patient X was chasing Thomas <laughs> for an hour and a half this week. Oh, they also shared this really random quote unquote statistic about men and romance with me that if a man knows... That a plus, this is so silly in retrospect. She was like, Did you know that most men, if they know that the woman is trying to lose weight, even if they're plus size, that makes them more attractive? Ooh, hot tip, lie. No. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. But also, no, hot tip, find a person who doesn't care about that. Yeah, yeah. there are many. I'm still stuck on like how they would even know that. Like, because you would tell them. So I went and told Thomas. Did you? Right. Yeah. I guess what I, I was am like, I'm on my weight. weight loss journey running towards you on the treadmill <laughs> every day. And then you're like, I wear a shirt under all of my shirts that says, I love Thomas. I'm running for Thomas. Yep. <laughs> then you like bend over. I organized you do the a bend march. and snap. <laughs> but wait, march. how did Thomas take that? Well, some, you know, some stuff happened. Some lines were crossed at certain points. <laughs> wow. Okay. In, in time. Um, but I don't think it was because I was like, I'm looking to lose weight. And yeah. he was like, well, my dick just got hard. 
So no, you were like, I'm interested in you. Oh, right. Wasn't so, that like the first time that you had even told him? I mean, this is a different episode, but I actually I did tell him I had feelings for him like before the study and everything. Oh. Okay, okay. And he did use the word. Um, there was some alcohol involved, um, but he did use the word big. He <gasps> goes, "You're just." too big for me your personality I was gonna say it's your personality he goes I want he said something like I I want to be the star okay star Thomas is too small he's a short king no, he that's wanted not his personality. He, better never he wanted your personality. No, he wanted your personality to lose weight. <laughs> I, I mean, you've talked with us about this a little bit before, but have you had other, whether it be therapists or doctors or suggest like, oh, maybe if you lost weight, like when you would express insecurities around dating, they would they say like, what maybe if you lost weight, you would have less of a problem? Yeah, two, I mean, two did. The one in South Carolina, she said the thing I just said about like, yeah. You start for the wrong reason and then it turns into the right reason like she was she did she kind of co-signed losing weight to attract a man mm-hmm. knowing that over time or not knowing but thinking that over time it would I just w- become a part of you yeah and i would enjoy it and it would be a health promoting behavior or something which is like really twisted way it's a shame promoting behavior <laughs> yeah though. It, it absolutely is a shame promoting behavior and guess what it like it didn't stick you know because it was full of shame like i didn't enjoy running towards Thomas on the right. treadmill. You right. know? And it ignores a whole section of the population that is already attracted to people who have your body. It's mm-hmm. a very valid point. You know, like they exist, find them. The more of them exist than you think. Go oh, get yeah. them. They were, they were all at College of Charleston, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I did have plenty of proof that people found me attractive, but still just being... That age at that time. Impressionable. You, you know, you want to be thin. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, so that was the first one. And then you had another experience that was like that? Yeah. I think this was, was it when, which episode was this? But it was a therapist who told me, he taught me an exercise to make my chin smaller. Right. <laughs> and he was like, so even if you don't lose weight, your chin, your chin being smaller will make your face look smaller. And then that'll make you more attractive to men. And it's like, I'm here for therapy, sir. Yeah. I actually wrote him a really, I should, oh, I would love to find it and read it on the podcast. I wrote him a really long breakup email being like, sir, I'm strong enough to hear this and bounce back from it. But what if you said this to someone else and started an eating disorder and did this, this, and this? And for all these reasons, I will not be seeing you again. Wow, you lawyered up. Mm-hmm. I actually, I told you guys about this, but I said the wrong thing to the wrong person recently where I was like, I'm not loving the look of my neck. And mm. they said to me, well, why don't you just go on one of those semi-glutides for a little bit? And I was like- Just in the neck though. <laughs> just in my neck. <laughs> just a shot right in the neck. And I immediately was like, I shouldn't have even said this to this person. Mm-hmm. And I went back and I said, no, what I have to do is just realize that it is fine and move on with my life. That's like a little internal conversation, too. Like the other like the little devil on your shoulder was actually a friend, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) But you were the angel on your shoulder. So good job. Thank you. Yeah, You got to act as your own angel sometimes. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that. It's also like this thing with the neck and this thing with like manipulating different parts of your body so that like people won't know it. People know what you look like. Yeah. It's such a fruitless thing that like I I remember this from um, 
when I used to pose in pictures, people would tell me, oh, well, if you want to make your face look slimmer, you have to stick out your chin. Mm-hmm. And do you know what I'm talking about? And like, swallow. Oh, every photographer I've ever worked with you has to taught me how to like conceal it. And it's actually been really since my second day at Betches when I had that kind of panic about my face looking bigger than it than it is. I've gotten really comfortable with my double chin in photos. Yeah. You know, I'm still me. I'm still pretty. I'm still all the, these things that make me me. People mm-hmm. want to hear what I have to say. Like, and also my double chin, like how many of us have double chins? I was going to say, even when I've been at my smallest, I've been able to make one depending on the <laughs> angle. You I know? didn't mean like that. But yeah. No, no, but, <laughs> but it's not like a thing that takes anything away from you. Yeah. And it's, and it, you know, I honestly, hot take, I don't think it looks bad anymore. Like, yeah, it's just like, it's like a little cute curve and then there's another curve and then it's my pretty smile and then mm-hmm. it's my curvy cheeks and like, I'm pretty. Yeah. The, the, oh, 100%. You have the eyes of a gorgeous cat and the nose of some kind of supermodel. Gorgeous like, cat. No. <laughs> of a gorgeous you cat. You look like a cat. She I, is very cat-like. I am a cat. Mm-hmm. Have, have people told you that, that you're cat-like? Because you are. I've not been told that I'm cat-like, but I will accept that. It's a compliment. Thank you. from me. Um... <laughs> Can, am I a cat? You're less of a cat than Lauren is Wrong. a cat. I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Take this quiz to find out how much of a cat you there are. Also, there are other beautiful animals, you know. I would. I feel like Remy would be more of, let's see, if I had to, this is so, I'm on the spot right now. I feel like you'd be more of a mere cat. I'm merely a cat. You're merely a cat. <laughs> I'm merely a cat. So, Lauren. You actually had to miss some recordings last week Mm -hmm. and a little bit of a planning session we had to move around due to a viral infection and then kind of like a shocking hand flare up thing. Yeah. We get a voice note. We, oh, we, gotta, we have to you, talk about the you voice listen to the voice note. I just read the you transcript. Didn't, you didn't listen to it? No. I, 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 if I don't have to listen to it, you know, like I'm in public. I'm not going to try and. Right. Yeah. Um, well, you missed a good one. She was crying and, and she was. I'm glad I didn't hear her she, crying. <laughs> she, it was one of those like panicked voice notes. You're. Your hand, well, this is what you said in it, yeah. that your hand had blown up to twice the size of the other hand. Yeah. And you didn't know what was going on. And I mean, you can hear like she's exasperated. It yeah. was thing. And we're like, absolutely, babe, go to the doctor. Yeah, we had like, just already fine. moved we'll the move meeting and I felt bad and things were changing yeah. so fast. And my hand blew up. I mean, that's how you know you're a people pleaser when your hand is literally <laughs> the size of your head and you're still like, I need to cancel this meeting. Yeah. Um. So anyway, you went to urgent care. Well, I started, this is what's wrong with our medical system in like 10 different ways is how this last Friday went was because I did a virtual with my primary care physician who I like and I've been with since like 2019. Yeah. Um. Also, mainly just because he doesn't tell me to lose weight. He's not like a anti-diet genius or anything. He just doesn't tell me to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's what I'm going to see. Yeah. This is a primary care doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And he does virtual and in person. And I was like, let me just do a virtual before I go to an emergency room. He can tell me what's going on. Um, right when I'm supposed to join the doctor Zoom, because I was going to do the doctor Zoom and then maybe even our meeting <laughs> right after. <laughs> that's how I had it scheduled. Uh-huh. Um, and he sent me an email like you're out of network and we don't see patients out of pocket either. Like he wouldn't even let me pay to oh see him. God. And I just started crying uncontrollably because this man 
had abandoned me uh-huh. in my time of need, who I trusted. Fun fact, my dad left me when I was seven, mm-hmm. reconnected when we were 18, is currently missing. It's not a good time for this. It's, it's a not very a good time. sad, weird juxtaposition yeah. of events. You have And you have abandonment issues, which is something that a lot of people Remy's have. not triggering it at all. Uh, <laughs> oh, I promise I, I would stay if I could. Day. <laughs> I'm sad. Um, but anyways, my abandonment issues were triggered um, and my doctor wouldn't see me. And so I didn't know what to do. So I was like, let me go to the emergency room. I don't want to go to urgent care. Like maybe they won't know what to do with this weird thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. So let me just cut to the chase and go to a hospital where they have everything that I need. Thank God I show up to this hospital. My friend works there. He's a nurse. Oh. And he was like, well, let's check your insurance first. He was like, I don't want you to walk out. He's a comic too. He's like, I don't want you to walk out Mm -hmm. here with some huge bill. And so we called the insurance and they don't take it. And and this is right when I remembered that I have an allergist. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I'm like panicking this day. I'm not thinking correct. So I go to an ER. They don't take the insurance, so I don't see that doctor either. We are two, we're O for O with doctor's appointments. So then I walk to an urgent care just to check, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, my hand's blown up. I think I know what it is. Because at this point, I finally have the clarity of mind to remember that this happened in 2020. It had just been four years where I had a flare-up called an angioedema. And there's two different kinds of angioedemas, idiopathic angioedemas, and then there's allergic angioedemas. Allergic, obvious definition, you like eat nuts, you're allergic to nuts, Mm -hmm. your hand blows up, your Mm -hmm. face blows up. That's what an angioedema is. Um, Idiopathic means- Sounds like there's a- You're an idiot. idiot (laughs) near you. It's me. It's the moron. You know what? It's like you've been exposed to Remy too much. That's basically what it means. Not that I've been exposed to Remy too much, but it does kind of mean you're an idiot because idiopathic means no known cause. But Uh like if you do the math, because of this, I first got this in April 2020. Yeah. And then last week when I'm trying to like do everything at once and, you know, mm-hmm. this yeah. exciting Many pillars are shifting. Yeah. Pillars are shifting. I'm stressed. I had a viral infection. I got behind at work. I didn't want to disappoint you guys. So you have a lot to stress about. So in it this was her moment. So idiopathic to me means stress, stress induced, induced, you know? Yeah. Right. And in 2020, am I correct that you didn't have a job? You were stressed out about that. You were stressed out about the pandemic in general. I had a job. I was, oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I had a job. It was just COVID. Yeah, it was it's just, just the stress of COVID. Stress of the world. Yeah, stress of the world. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., 
And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. you told me that it was likely stress-induced, I related to that so much. And and it sucks when something is stress-induced because people will tell you, like, just relax. And you're like, mm-hmm. how? Like, I would if I could. But I, I personally have had a lot of stress-induced ailments. Uh, I had this thing actually right before I took the SATs called a viral exanthem. And it's triggered by stress, but you have to have already had chickenpox, shingles, and... Um, Mono. What a cocktail. Wait a second, Remy. So by the time you took your SATs, you had chicken pox, shingles, and mono? I had chicken pox twice. And Damn. I had shingles and I had mono. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. really chicken hit, pox ho. Hit all the big ones. Yeah. She's people, a chicken pox That used ho. to be like the biggest thing when I was younger. People would be like, you can't get it twice. And I'm like, well, I lived it. So shut the fuck mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Oh, people Don't think they know everything about chicken eh. pox. Um, but yeah, no, you have to have had all those three and then have a big stressor in your life and a viral exanthem is basically like your whole body breaks out in a rash your throat like closes up oh i got the throat close up i wasn't going to skip the sat Mm because i'm like i just want to get this fucking over with Mm -hmm. and the other sat that i had taken before that i had given myself like like a stomach ache Mm -hmm. it was horrible but our bodies are loud yeah if you don't listen to certain things sometimes it can be as extreme as my, I didn't say hives, but hives, mm-hmm. angioedema, Remy, mm-hmm. your full body rash. Like it's so real. It's not in your head. Like we have the proof in the our body bodies. Keeps to, yeah. The score. Yeah. Very closely. But I, I, I went through it. I took the test did very poorly because I was so itchy and I couldn't breathe. Um, but Ugh. leading up to that, we didn't know what it was. And this is yeah. the same thing that you had to try at least so many doctors, like four, four doctors. I think I went to four or five. Um, my dad, who is a dermatologist, mm-hmm. couldn't even diagnose it. And then you start feeling so stressed that you're like, I have something that nobody knows what this is. This is crazy. Yeah. I'm even more stressed. Um, but happy ending was years later, he was able to diagnose somebody else with it because he had seen it on me. That's a great ending to this story. Yeah. Goodbye. No, but, <laughs> but with yours, how did it eventually go down? Like, was them telling you that it was stress induced? Like... Or us saying, hey, it's fine. Like, <laughs> please chill. So luckily, work-related and dad missing stress wasn't quite as bad as, oh, my God, the world's ending stress. I also have a fear of the world ending. Talk about that later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where it came from in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time around, hilariously enough, I went to four doctors and cried all day uh, to be told to take one more Zyrtec. 
Oh my God. <laughs> and that worked. And it worked. I've been taking oh uh, one in the morning and one at night just to make, just to keep my body in check um, with this little outbreak I'm having and it's working. Um, in 2020 though, we tried everything. Like we tried doing four Zyrtec a day and I was just full body hives. And you, I was basically temporarily disabled because I couldn't even like I got them in my feet and I couldn't step on my feet. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was going to you know? ask if your hand is blown up. Can you not type or use that hand? I was uh, it hurts, but you can still type. You could force She's it. She's like, I'm still <laughs> posting content. Yeah, yeah I may have be posted posting. with the Angio DM. But, you know, I needed to ask for help. That just did not make me do this. Mm -hmm. Right, <laughs> right. I guess you could use a stylus or something. I'm just thinking like a lot of my work is done on my phone though. And I was able to do, I was able tapping. to use my right hand. So it was fine. Oh, this was your left hand that blew up. It was my left hand that Got blew it. up, which is kind of funny because you know, I always talk about how my body's loud and she talks to yes. me. Yes, I really think my body wanted to be like, Hey, but you're not okay. You need to like figure out your time management, but I'm going to let you use your right hand. Uh, I'm not going to completely know, shut this down. I know you need to work, but like, I'm going to fuck up your left one to make a point. Yeah. She's like, this is a warning, but <laughs> next time it's going to be the it's right gonna hand. It's going to be the right hand. So how is your body uh, feeling today? What she's saying about you assuming this role? <laughs> she's saying that she is very happy, very excited. I feel very supported. It's bittersweet. There's nobody could be Remy. I'm not going to try to be Remy. I'm going to try to be whatever I am. And uh, yeah, I, I'm in a much better place because of my body yelling at me. I slowed down. I did an emergency therapy session. I canceled my weekend plans and I just very calmly sort of caught up with work and, you know, drank a lot of water, ate foods mm -hmm. that made me feel good. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I feel a lot better now. Sometimes you need that as a warning. Just like we said, as a warning, and then you can slow down and start treating your body better. Like mm -hmm. it's these medical emergencies sometimes are just like necessary. It had just yeah. been over four years. So I, I'm embarrassed that I forgot what it was. Like I thought it was dying. I thought my hand was filling up with blood and I would drop dead or something. Oh, girl. <laughs> you know, like, like I, I don't I don't blame you for forgetting <laughs> that that happened before. That's extremely distressing. It had been four years. I was like, oh, yeah. this is an angiodema. OK. I worked in an office once and it was very stressful. It was understaffed. It was mm. every day was crazy. And one day out of nowhere, I started breaking out in hives and I thought that I had bed bugs. And oh because this was while like, this was Give during me hives any day uh, right? <laughs> over bed bugs. But I didn't know what bed bug bites looked like. Uh -huh. Really? I was looking it up and I was like, oh, well, kind of, but it doesn't have the puncture wounds and whatever. But this was while, um, there was like a big outbreak of bed bugs in. Yeah, and your brain goes to the worst thing. Yeah. Exactly. I have bed bugs, I'm dying. Same yeah. thing. Exactly. So then the more I was stressed Blood out. Blood is filling up in my hand. Right. So the more I was stressed out about there potentially being bed bugs mm -hmm. in my apartment, the more hives yep. I was getting. And then I was like, wait a second. If it was bed bugs, I don't know if it would be multiplying like this. You know, I start putting the pieces the together. Call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> right. Inside my bed bug ridden <laughs> house. So um, and then as soon as I realized it wasn't bed bugs, then they started going down. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was just stressed. But yeah. like but it's a mind fuck when they're like, OK, so you need to stress less. And I'm like. Okay. Okay, but how? I'm, I'm trick my brain, I guess. Right. Yeah. Right. But you're inside your own brain. So how do you trick? You're too smart for that. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you a fucked up thing I did? Tell us, yeah, Remy. Sure. All right. This friend already knows that I did it. Is it Thomas? It's Thomas. Uh, <laughs> but I thought I had bed bugs in college, and I. No, Remy. 
What am I going to say? You're about to con- you burned all say your that furniture? you concealed that you had bed bugs and tried to do things anyways. No. Oh, oh okay. my <laughs> mind went to like she tore up her whole house or something. No, I um, well, I, I did actually have bed bugs my freshman year. Mm-hmm. I had to throw out the mattress and stuff. And then I think junior year, I thought I had bed bugs and I thought it could just be psychosomatic. Maybe I'm just stressed or whatever. I should, because I had a rash, I should... <laughs> Uh, run an experiment and I had my friend who's a girl sleep in my bed with me Remy (laughs) no this is some like taste tester royal queen bullshit no it was really fucked up (laughs) wait I'm telling you I know it's fucked up she didn't know she didn't know she didn't know the experiment she she was doing she well you you have to have a a constant who doesn't know you can't the people who take the placebos can't know we already had this conversation (laughs) so I had her sleep in the bed with me and the next day I was like, you itchy? And she was like, no. You have a white lab coat she's on. Like, and a- she's like, should <laughs> I be itchy? I was like, no. And then I ended up telling her, she's like, are you fucking kidding? Oh my God. And yeah, it just turned out that I had a stress Remy's rash Remy's choosing again. her second to last show to burn it all to the <laughs> ground. She's like, you want to hear about this time I was pure did, evil? Did you guys? I'm not pure evil anymore. Did you anymore. guys make That's it up? I feel comfortable. Yeah. True. She was fine with it. She was just like, you're a psychopath. Oh my God. Um, but let's be friends. I feel like I would have done something similar, but I would I would have been like, do you want to see if there's bed bugs in here with me? <laughs> have a little sleepover? Yeah, like, because then they might just start to, f- you know, when you, somebody says, oh, there's bugs around and yeah. you start to feel itchy. It's psychosomatic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a brave share, Remy. Yes. Well, okay. So speaking of being brave, you're assuming this role. Yes. Obviously, you're not trying to replace Remy. It's going to be a different version of the show. I can't do puns, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't either. So Luckily for you, a lot of people don't like them. <laughs> the I people them. who like them, though, love, love them. them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I'm, I'm consider me one of those people. That, that you love puns? Oh, yeah. I love Remy's puns. Her puns are pretty high level. I, I appreciate a pun when it's of a certain caliber, yeah, for sure. Of a Remy caliber. Of a Remy Thank caliber. Mm-hmm. Is there any worry, any nerves, any reluctance starting to take over? Yeah, this? guys, I got sick last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. um, I would just say that, you know, of course I'm nervous. Um, I'm going to do my best to just say what I mean. I think something I'm nervous about is maybe tiptoeing around stuff too much, you know, but I know people want to hear my point of view. Hear, I feel like I was doing that a lot yeah. in the beginning because I was like, I don't want to say the wrong well, thing. Well, you don't want to be also, misconstrued. No, but you also don't want to say anything that's going to hurt someone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So like the, the ask that I would give the listeners is, you know, operate from a place of best intent with me because I really do love the listeners. I love any audience that I'm with. That's why I got into stand up. I love the connection. Okay. Yeah. So if I do ever say anything and you're like, well, I don't like that. Like, send me a DM. Like, we, we'll we talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I I want to make this a place where it feels like, you know, you're heard, where you're laughing. Mm-hmm. You know, DM me. Tell me what you want me to do. You're <laughs> and you're open to learning. Yeah. And I, I'm into learning. Yeah. 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 I'm really excited. Obviously, it's a sad transition period, but it's going to be okay for everybody yeah. involved. Yeah. It's and, bittersweet. Uh, and I think the show is going to continue to grow and and be great. And th- and thank you both for like trusting me with this chair implicitly. I would trust you with my life, honestly. Aww. You're like you're I'll catch so you if you fall. Organized. It's like 
you make me look so bad. Virgo energy. I know. And that that's the part of the Virgo-ness that I just don't relate to at all. Like I can't organize. I'm going to pull my... it out of you, Emily. I, I would appreciate that actually. No problem. Um, come over and clean my house. Lauren, I'm, I'm so happy that you're in this role. It really makes, it makes me feel safe and it makes me feel less bad about abandoning you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think everybody's in really good hands. That's we love you. That's such a nice you. thing to say this about feeling safe. That's how I want you guys to feel. Yeah. It is how we feel. Yeah. We love you so much. And thank you for hopping on Mike today and for the rest of time. <laughs> thank you. I love you guys too so much. Thank you. You guys, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to DST at Betches.com to get them answered. Yes. And follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe. And while you're at it, follow me at Lubination. Follow me at Remy Casimir if you want to keep in touch. I swear I will still be reachable. Um, follow Lauren. Where can they follow you, Lauren? At Lauren Hopecraft. Amazing. And remember, even if I'm not here, we are all always with you. Through thick and thin, baby. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Rebecca Steinberg and Lauren Hope Crass. Editing by Rebecca Steinberg. Social media by Lauren Hope Crass. And guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.